Hey guys, this is V with Babes, Bushes, and Brunch. I know I sound a lot like a man, but just bear with me. <laughs> and I have, yeah, I'm, I'm going to do some jazz sets earlier, or later, later. Um, so today we have Charlie with us. Hi. And she's going to tell us a little bit about her waxing experience or how long she's been doing it, kind of all of the above. So, um, yeah. we'll jump right in it. Let's go, girl. Hi. I'm here, too. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Oh, Elle's, <laughs> Elle's here. Thanks. <laughs> Sorry, I got excited. <laughs> so, um, I've been waxing for probably about eight years, I imagine. Um, I, the first time I tried it, I was obviously terrified, and I went to kind of like this Middle Eastern woman who I found. I don't know how I found her. She was older, and it was before they had the really nice, like, hard wax that they use now. Wow. It was still the hot wax. And it was really, um, really painful. And I was also really just terrified and nervous. And so anyway, it was one of those things where I was like, I'm just going to have to suck it up and do it, like, because I liked it. And so I continued to go to her for a while until I finally was like, there has to be something better out there. And I found the wax bar, which is where I now go. That's where I used to go. Yeah. Well, so from when? I probably did. I probably used that that woman for like maybe I don't know, maybe three times. And then I was like, this is too much. This is like there has to be something better. So anyway, started going to the wax bar in Maine, and I figured out that really, really worked for me. Um, but yeah, and at the wax bar, it's cool because as, as you know, if you go there, they offer you a shot if you yeah. want a shot before. And they were really nice and told me, okay, you need to maybe take like an ibuprofen before you come. That will help with the pain. Um, and I think now that I've been doing it for so long, I'm just at a point where I don't do the shot. I don't do ibuprofen before. It's just one of those things that gotten used to and just kind of roll with it it's just part of your regular beauty routine yeah at this point like in your face waxed yeah in eight years you probably don't have like very much that comes out right not at all like your and that's no and it's and it's kind of it's kind of shitty because i wish i wish (laughs) i wish that one would go i mean if i ever have like a daughter i would just tell her to have the option at least with like if you're gonna start waxing just only do your bikini line first like don't do it all don't do the brazilian because it's just like any other place that you wax on your body. You may want to have a bush later. Yeah, because it, you know, it doesn't grow back. Yeah. You know, it just it was some. Or in my case, it, it barely grows, and so I go several Trust months. Trust me, you don't want to experience that itch anymore. <laughs> well, and you know, it's funny, a little bit off topic, but not really. I've been watching like just movies this weekend. I was sick all weekend, so I've been just binging on. Porn? Not porn. No, <laughs> I no. <laughs> But I saw a couple of movies um, where they did full frontals on women, and both times, like, women You were seeking out these movies? No, no, no. They just happened to have them. Like, they were not, like, pornographic movies. One of them is at HBO. We'll list the movies she watched. The HBO series Camping, you see Juliette Lewis, full frontal. Oh, yeah? And, like, and so she has some hair downstairs. Really? Yeah. I never knew she did, like, nudity or anything. I think I've seen her boobs before in other movies, but... But yeah, so I, I saw her and I was like, oh, that looks nice. And then this, <laughs> and then this other movie um, called, I think it's called Private Life. And it's about this couple who's having a really hard time conceiving. 
and oh, I saw that too. Yeah, and you see her bush. Yeah, she just walks around. She like, walks around like, the house. The show, like, yeah, like she's just on. like in a top and yeah, no pants like in their apartment. And her, I mean, she looks great. And I'm like, it looks nice. And I wish that I had the option at least. And I've tried. I've been going to the same lady, Janet. Shout out to Janet at <laughs> Wax Bar Go to Janet Wax Bar Main. Yeah. And she's, I told her I would like to grow it out. And she looks at me like I'm crazy. She's like, you just can't. Like, even if you wanted to grow, like, a pattern or, like, even just, like, a nice little landing strip. She's like, it's just going to be so sparse. It's going to look funny. Would you wear a Merkin? Is that the, the fake one that you yeah. got? I mean, no. That's not a thing anymore, though. Why? I mean, if if someone wants to sport one, or maybe like she wanted to do you like, can a photo one. shoot. Ah, if she wanted to do a shoot. photo shoot, like where her bush is out, she could do like a Birkin. I got plenty. Just let me know. <laughs> You're like, we can make one Ew, for you. <laughs> with your... That's so gross. Hey, I don't have any diseases. <laughs> Imagine putting someone else's like. Yeah. Well, what, That's do they use? <laughs> what do they use for that? That was my next question. Do we know? It's 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 other actual people's other people's hair. I don't know why. I think it'd be like synthetic, like. Or... I would think so too, just for like health reasons. But you're right. It's they didn't just, care about health. You're, then. you're totally right. But it's the thing now, still, right? Because oh my god, so those people probably got a lot. Somebody Google it for their. <laughs> Man, for their could hair. I make money off mine? I know. Well, I was gonna say, Laura <laughs> says that. <laughs> Because mine grows like that. I get, like, I don't know why. <laughs> uh, my mate. Oh, my God. I hate when you say my mate. My mate. My mate questions. <laughs> he questions the, like your buddy. The, the hygiene of getting it taken off. Because it is, it's like the hairs in your nostril. Like, it's supposed you can to wax, protect. But you can wax those out. I know, but what I'm saying is the reason why we have them is to protect... Like yeah. from shit getting in there, and so it's the same thing with vaginal hair. What he's saying is that if you take it off, you're you're providing your vagina no protection from the outside world. I mean, I can I can see that. I mean, that scientifically, I think it totally makes sense. Right? Yeah. Like yeah. adaptation wise, there's a reason why we have hair where we have it. Yeah. But we probably don't need that now. That same kind of protection. I My mean, we're not needs out all in the, the wilderness. <laughs> I don't like all the hair down there. I think if I could, I think that I would continue, if I could grow it on top, I would, and then I would just continue to wax, like, underneath. You know, would you like, just, like, my <laughs> wax it into different shapes, or, like, I mean... No, I just, like, keep it slim and trim. And, like a little and triangle? It, yeah, and have it, like, I don't think I want, like, a true shape. I think I just want to feel more, like, a natural woman again. Oh, I, would, yeah, I, would, I would love to have it, I can't. It's, like, one of those things when I tweezed my eyebrows for years and years, and they got super thin. Yeah. And then it did. took me, like, three or four years to like grow them to where I could actually fill them in and it didn't look weird. I can't believe that was even a thing to have them so thin. Sometimes I even don't like how thin mine are. Um, No, but but it was like what like Drew Barrymore really set off. Oh yeah, that was like 1920s thin. thin. Damn Drew. Yeah, that was like flapper day thin. Mm -hmm. But I mean there is, I mean there's so many different things that eyebrows have gone through, but I really appreciate like all of them. I don't appreciate the giant Instagram brows. Like I know I have mine filled in or whatever, but they're not. But they're like, but people like just overdo it. Like I can't. I went through it's a phase. Much. Like I've looked at photos from like three years ago, and I think the really thick brows came in, and I was like, oh my god, <laughs> it looks like I have two caterpillars on my face. I'm like, what happened there? You're like, is that Eugene Levy? Oh no, it's me. <laughs> 
I know. I mean, luckily they're still full now. And even still, I look at pictures and I'm like, maybe they're still too full. But I'm at that point where I'm too scared to like get rid of a lot of it because I know now it won't come. It doesn't always come back. So I try to be mindful of that when I'm tweezing or I do go to somebody else for my eyebrows. I've been going to that lady since I was 18, so that's like 12 years and 13 years I've been going to her. And she's an Asian woman and she's in my neighborhood. And but anyway, she's she always used to yell at me even when I was younger. But you get yours thin, too thin. She would tell me, "Don't do it." Yeah, I get it waxed. Mm. I think I think for my uh, pubic hair, I'm gonna start going since it's been a long time since my last. Yeah, because you have a bush right now, right? I have a bush. Can you see it? I have like three layers of clothing. You know, you know. We can see it. It's we, that bad. That's it. how bad it is. We get it. It's like if you looked at it, you would think a little kid was hanging out down there. What? <laughs> but like with a head, like from the back. Are you gonna edit that out? I don't know. <laughs> uh, we're gonna take um, a break, and then uh, we when we come back, we're gonna talk about young love. Keep it or leave it. We're talking about like young love, 16, 17, 18. We'll work on that topic. Uh, phrasing. What do you mean? That's great. <laughs> I thought that was great too. Thank you. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Joking. <Yeah>. All right. <laughs> There's your red there. Okay, welcome back. Uh, we actually have uh, another uh, guest with us. Uh, this is Lee. Uh, say hi, Lee. And hi, Lee. Hello. <laughs> All right. Welcome to the podcast. Uh, we're women talking about many different things. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so the next topic uh, we want to talk about is young love. Do it, don't do it. We mean like when you meet that kind of special person or you think they're very special, 16, 17, 18, do you keep it going? Probably eventually get married, pop out a couple puppies, careers, all that. What would you tell a person falling in love right now at, that, at those ages? Or young you? Young me. What would you say to young me? Run away! Don't do it! <laughs> um, well, I mean, personally, this, I'm, you know... This is Charlie talking. There's Charlie Hi, there. yes. I'm back. So, I'm uh, 32 and single. Never been married. No children. And so, I kind of... I think that kind of speaks to, obviously, where I stand on that. Is that, you know, I think when I was young and I did have a first love who, you know... I lost my V-card, too. And we were very much in love. We lost it to each other. It was very sweet. Um, you mean virginity? I do mean that. That is what I mean. Um, Some people might not be that cool. They might not know. We, we, are, we are still friends. I will say that. He and I remain very good friends. It's great. Yeah, it is great. But I think, you know, it, I've evolved into a woman at this point in my life. And I think that if I look back and picture us then to what we, who we are now as two different individuals... Not to say that it wouldn't have worked, but I think I would have missed out on a lot of really cool life experiences. And I think, you know, I would tell that young person that if they're meant to be, if they are your person, go and do your thing for a little while. And if they're meant to be, they will be there in two or three years after you explore your life as yourself. I think that's my advice. I agree. I agree. And I think this is Lee, by the way. Um, I'm a mom of two. I have a daughter who's 12. So just coming from mm. my experience and then um, thinking about my daughter and her future, I think what I would tell people is to be smart about it and to focus on yourself. I mean, also, you know, it's okay to, you know, have a friend or, you know, a boyfriend or whatever, but 
don't lose sight of your goals and what you want to do and what you want to be because um, although you're in high school or you know college you still have a long life ahead of you and you know you don't want to bump in the road because you got pregnant or because you know he went to a different state and you went and followed him and then you're like oh I made a mistake so just focus on yourself and be smart be smart about it that's a really good perspective. I mean, at 12 years old, I mean, I was super boy crazy. I mean, I remember being in first grade and having I've been like, boy crazy since like kindergarten. Yeah, I remember my first me too. Grade. Rusty, if you're out there, <laughs> Rusty, I'm over you now. Finally, <laughs> it took 30 years. It only but. took 30 years. Rusty, I hope you're doing well. You may be a woman now. I don't know. <laughs> so, the reason why I brought this up is I have. I want to try to connect with the younger, the younger person, male and female. This is going to sound really shallow, but here's the one reason why you shouldn't try to get serious until you're at least 25, I would say 30. I think that's too old. Okay, but when you hear my reasoning, okay. you'll understand why. Okay, people, not everybody, but some people change drastically when they get older. Okay. Yes. And you, and I know everybody has certain standards that they uphold to as far as like being attracted to me. And I also know if you love somebody, those things can kind of melt away. But I'll just give you an example for for women. Some women really don't like bald guys. Okay, that's not their thing. And I know that can evolve and change when you're in love with somebody. However, when you fall in love with somebody at 18, they have a beautiful head of hair. <laughs> they're skinny, or maybe they're built, or you know whatever their body type is, and you're in love with them at that point. You don't know at 18 or 17 or 16 how they're going to change looks-wise. And I know that's shallow, but think about it. Like, you know, people change in that way, and so that's why if you care about that kind of thing, you should wait until somebody's at least 25, 30, because that's how they're going to look <laughs> for 20 more years at least. You understand what I'm saying? It I sounds do. bad, but... I'd say, like, at least, like, you, 24. How many people are stuck in their marriage? Because <laughs> by 24, like, that's what they're going to be like. How many people? Nah, 24. That's kind of young, though. That's kind of young. Yeah. That's before a lot of bad habits kick in. Right. And like, laziness. Laziness. And, then, and you get really busy with work, and then you don't work out as much. <laughs> you get hair in places you never had hair before. Or you lose it, like you were saying, you know? The guys can lose it. Right. I mean, I'm just or, saying... Or a woman, if she waxes too much. <laughs> right. <laughs> Exhibit A. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, if you, you know... Because how many marriages, at, you know, they're in their late 30s, early 40s, even 50s, and they're no longer attracted to that person, the sex life sucks. And it's not just because they've been together that long. Sex is sex, right? It's also because they may have molded into this person that they no longer recognize that they were attracted to because of bad habits, because of natural things you know what I mean naturally and let's face it when you get older you care less about those things like yeah like would you care now if the guy was uh uh funny you know successful attractive if he had if he was bald versus a a long Uh, mane of hair would it matter to you if he had all the other qualities no it wouldn't would it have mattered to you when you were 18 well, you know what? I think because as a single person who is in my early 30s, um, you know, baldness is something that you may not initially be attracted to, but as we get older, it's more That's it's what I more mean. common. And so it's one of those things that you do. You adapt to just, oh, well, you know, we didn't have hair. And if you can rock that bald head 
Good for him. <laughs> it kind of goes along with like somebody who may have kids, right? Like mm-hmm. it's maybe not like the ideal, right? You're like, oh, he has like two kids and his baby mom is cool, but well, I don't know. You know, it's kind of one of those things that you compromise on. Right. I mean, obviously those are very different things. But you're more likely to compromise <laughs> if you met that person later in life than if you, when you met them, they were this tall, attractive, amazing person, and then they morphed into this, like, starting to get shorter, I think you know, it's always the grass chunkier, is always greener. lost your hair. I'm going to say that. The grass asshole. is always greener. Because I look at people who have been together, couples who have been together for a very long time. I know a few. And I, I almost, like, um, envy it, you know, because in my mind, the physical things, if you're together for that long... They don't matter anymore because you've grown this bond and this relationship and you've had children and your relationship grows in other ways beyond just the physical. Whereas as, you know, it a can. single person, it can, which I would hope that it would, right? Like if you're in a healthy, successful relationship, that's the ideal, right? But I think that the opposite is true when you're, you're more, more susceptible to being like materialistic and like uh, surfacey and oh my God, like... But yeah. it, it can he also, has all those nose hairs. <laughs> it can also do terrible <laughs> damage mentally to the male who was this thing, and now there's something else. And now, they, now you're dealing with this confidence issue because they see themselves a certain way. And even though you do love them, they still see themselves a certain way. And it, and it, and it weighs on the relationship when, for example, they don't want to go out anymore because they don't feel attractive. Because they were this way, and now they're not. And like you can tell them anything you want, but they still believe... Like, they're down on themselves. Well, but I think it can also go the other direction. Because they could get to a certain point in their life where they're like, all right, I'm going to get my ass off the couch, mm-hmm. and I'm going to step it up. And then, that's oh, like... Oh, that happens. <laughs> but I think Give me an example. But I think that point is true for both men and women. Like, oh, I sure. know plenty of women who hate going out because they don't have clothes up with them, and they refuse to buy a size bigger. Or, well, so a lot of times it's I mean? the woman that's it's like, both. I'm yeah. going to get into shape. And then it leaves, like, their man because it's not always going to be like you know like oh well you're going to work out I'll work out too you know they're like I'm perfectly fine I'm just going to stay here and I'm going to stay here Whataburger watch TV (laughs) have Whataburger it's going to I'm going to Postmate it like I'm good oh I thought you said I'm going to Postmate it what okay I I mean (laughs) okay well let me just say this. I pity people that have been together since high school. <laughs> I do. That sucks. I mean, I just think you haven't had the experiences with other people that shape you into being with somebody long-term. It was Jada Pinkett Smith that said... <laughs> oh, my God. You know I pay attention to these quoting, like, I know you do. Who Jada has, Pinkett <laughs> <laughs> The great philosopher, Jada Pinkett Smith, yeah. said... <laughs> well, Jaden Smith says... No. Fuck <laughs> Jaden Smith. He's more philosopher than his mom, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> She has a very successful marriage with Will Smith, as we all know. We all know Will Smith, right? Mm -hmm. And she said, I married Will when I was 25 years old. What I really wish is I could have still married him, but being together from 25 till death is a long time to be with anybody. And truth be told, if I could have had more time to myself to grow as a person and then have been able to choose to meet and marry him later... That would have been my choice. We have struggled as a married who would, couple. Who knows yeah. what would have happened in those five years? In a before. perfect world. Yeah. Well, but you, that way. That's right. But you just said before that, like, 
to, to if you love somebody, you kind of let them go, and then if it's meant to be, you'll get back together. You rarely get back together. But I think that goes yeah. back to what I was, what I was, what my point was, is to be smart about it, to know who you are, and to be with somebody who you know who they know who they are. You know, because it's that's an important key. You want to you want to know who you are as a person, and then you want that also in your significant other. You know, and picking somebody who is the right fit for you. You know, who you know is going to be the right fit for and you. And who's good in bed. Yes. And how could they be at 18? And don't, don't forget about that. <laughs> how could they be any good at 18? Well, but there's like something very nice and romantic about having a childhood sweetheart. And, it's and, romantic, but and it's not doing realistic. all of that stuff. But, I mean, you get to a certain point where you do turn into a different person. And if that person is not on the same level as you, then you're just going to grow apart. And then you're just going to fucking despise each other and be like our grandparents which I'm sure like yeah. 75% of them right like they my grandma sleeps in one room my grandpa sleeps in another like it's they just are putting up with each other because like that's their generation is like not to divorce and not to do all and that and to stuff. an extent at, at a certain age it's like well why the fuck am I gonna do this now I might as well just stick with it <laughs> right so you get you because of you can hold out to a certain point, then you're kind of like, well, I mean, it's too late now. Like, I'm in it. I'm just going to keep this going. But now with this generation, like, you have more support to be single longer. And, and to more make, people are waiting. And it's more accepted, I think. People, people are to waiting make those longer choices. To, because you yeah. can. They're yeah. waiting longer to get married and longer Particularly to Particularly for women, because women have have gained so much they've grown so much throughout the years to become independent strong business yes. workers like i mean leaders and and it's taken a while for women to get there but, but we're getting there and we still have a lot more to go but I, it's, it's just so hard like if you pick somebody at that age to an extent and even look even in my own marriage there's been times where i've asked myself and we we got married when I was 26, and he was what 35 or something. I don't know. Um, and uh, well, that can't be right. Anyways, doesn't matter. You know, <laughs> you know, and no marriage, no marriage doesn't matter. Math, it's taking a hit today. <laughs> Math and logic. Um, <laughs> uh, I forgot what I was saying. Sorry, I messed up with that. Math no, no, no. I. Math it's okay. Every time too. Oh, what I was gonna say is that is that every couple fights, no matter what when they met or when they got together but there have been times in my marriage where I've asked myself would I be okay if we broke up would I be fine and there was times when I was like yeah I'll be fine screw that guy (laughs) and then there were other times when I was like man we've been together so long and I he's my best friend and I can't see my life without him I think the longer you've been with somebody especially when you were a teenager just like Lee pointed out earlier you know the longer you've been with somebody when you didn't know who you were in yourself the longer time goes by, you feel like you can't leave them because you don't believe in yourself to be alone. You know what I mean? You get, it's not, be, it's not really it's about too, love. It's too scary. It's about dependency. It's Thank too scary you. Yes. to start over. Right. Yeah. You just feel like, what am I, I've been with this person since I was 18. You know, what, what, what am I going to do without them? How am I going to date again? Especially when you get in like your mid-30s and things like that and you've had kids, you know. It, well, it's, it's even scarier. It's not about love anymore. It's, it's about even scarier when you dependency. have kids and you have all of that because then you're like, you also think about your family. Like, what are they going to think? Yeah, because you know? you've been together that long and you have that many 
again, you didn't know yourself then. You definitely don't know yourself now. And you don't know what it would be like to be by yourself because you weren't really. You went from your parents' house, you know, to being with your hubby. Yeah. Like... I would just all around tell somebody, you better break up with that motherfucker. <laughs> it's like a bird. Like, if you love them and you leave them and they're meant to be, they'll just come right, back. Or give like, give yourself, say. like, at least a year. I mean, definitely it would be nicer to have more than a year. But if that's, like, what you can hold out to, just to try to develop yourself as a person, as an individual. But I think it comes down to also just trusting yourself and, like, going with that gut feeling of, of knowing... And, and even kind of taking a step back and taking maybe your mom and your dad's advice and saying, like, look, you know, maybe you're too young for this. Like, you know, I think that you guys have grown in a certain way and it's great, but you're so young, you know. And I remember my, my mom and dad telling me that all the time, too. I mean, you know, my parents never put pressure on me one way or the other. They were like, you can be a nun if you want. You can be single. You can get married and have kids. You can do whatever you want, right? But I think not having those pressures also, I think, like, if you have families... If you are a parent, and instilling that into your children, giving them those options and letting them know that this construct of marriage that exists today, that it's existed for years, this fairy tale, this Cinderella story, is not right for everybody. Well, it's not (laughs) right for everybody, and for some people it is. And I think that deep down, you know who you are, and you know it's going to be right for you. So I think it's a matter of listening to yourself. And to to the people who know you best, you know. The other problem is all the hormones going through your ass, like... Literally, like, at, the, at those ages, you know, you're yeah. all hormonal, you're all crazy, you're all, you know, I don't well, know. Well, you're just, like, you're just driven by the, but the attraction that you have yeah. with this person and all of the, what, like, endorphins and shit that's, like, going through your body, you just feel so good. And, and it's exciting, and it's just, love for the first and time. And you just want to jump yeah. in and, and endure that. And I yeah. think you should... It makes you stupid. I mean, it, it does make you stupid. And I also think you should em- embrace your, your young body. Yet. <laughs> I think your brain is still forming. That's, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. hormonally, you know, all that. And I just think embrace your young body, because that shit's not going to last forever. <laughs> unless unless you marry, like, a plastic surgeon, or you become a Kardashian, or whatever, and you go... I'm just saying, like, sex is is important, and unless you're a nun. Which I'm considering getting into the nunnery. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they will not Girl, have you. They will have me. Pack that, pack that dildo. Their religion. <laughs> they accept all. I'm gonna. I'm gonna look into it. I'll get back to you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what my point was, but um, yeah, embrace your young body. Do as much as you. I mean, be safe. Be safe. You know. Yeah. Wrap it up. Always wrap it up. There's never a good excuse. No matter what your friends say, guys or girls who tell you, oh my God, it felt so much better without using protection. You, you cannot tell. <laughs> you cannot tell. Nobody, they have like, uh, like super thin ones now. Like there's they do. technology. Super technology is <laughs> super small, super big. Uh, I mean, I'm not going to go there. That's a, another topic I'm, for another day. I think I've, no, I think I've told that story on another episode. <laughs> But yeah, I think, you know, as long as you're safe, have fun while you're young, respect yourself, respect the other person who you're sleeping with in all ways possible, and just be smart. Be a young, smart person. Love it. Great. On that note, uh, this was another episode of Babes, Bushes, and Brunch. We'd like to thank our special guests, Lee and Charlie, and V and L, as always. We appreciate uh, you listening, and we'll see you next time. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.